everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And my name is Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. The, um, the, the busiest shopping day of the American year. The day that I am so glad that I don't work in retail I anymore. I kiss the ground that I'm not working in retail. Instead, I get to go into retail stores and demand things that I don't I don't deserve. Yes, I get to stand in line for four hours beforehand and then run through a crowd of people mobbing everybody. Yeah, I saw a lot of memes yesterday that was like, guys, tonight's Thanksgiving shopping and Black Friday. Just remember, be very courteous when you're out tonight uh, and turn your phone horizontal to record any fights. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's good. That's very, always go 90. That's the that's the model for recording. I go can't believe people 90. don't know that yet. Well, the problem is, is that things like Snapchat make you do it vertically. Uh, and I think that's just... That's just how people do it, or they, you know, they turn the phone on and they go, and that's how people take selfies is vertically. So, or um, what's that like personal streaming thing? Periscope, Periscope, Facebook Live. Yeah, those are always uh, uh, those are those are vertical. Well. Yep, because it just like looks better on the phone, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, go ninety, everybody, when you record your videos, horizontal is the way to be. Um, but this is not our. Uh, podcast about telling you how to hold your phone when you take videos this is our video game podcast where we talk about what we've been playing and the news in video games so joe what did you play this week in this very shortened week since we were recording on friday yeah um i didn't really play too much i i bought a lot of stuff me too because like we said black, black friday, friday tons of video game sales it's been sales all week we talked about it at the end of last week some things that we were excited about probably picking up and things that were available already and we followed through so we were right about that it's one of the things we were right about mm-hmm. last week um, but uh, one of the things I picked up on Black Friday uh, on sale it wasn't a big sale, but I got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, mm-hmm. which was something I always meant to play. But like you know, back when it originally came out, you could only get it by buying it with the Infinite Warfare. The, yeah, the Infinite Warfare yeah. sale, which I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not doing, not going to do that. No. You're not going to do this to me. But eventually, it was put out uh, as a standalone game. Yep. And it was one of those things where I always like walked into the store and went like I should buy this and then put it down and buy something else because it was still like forty bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, it was still like forty bucks. Yeah. Um, and even then, I like I didn't get it at too much of a discount. It was twenty five percent off. I bought it on the Xbox like live sale yeah. digitally, so it was uh, thirty bucks. But still. I mean, that would have it's still cheaper than if I had bought it from Best Buy with the discount either Correct. way. Yeah. And this way, I get it digitally, which uh, you I mean, pull it up whenever. As long as I can get something like cheaper, digital, I still buy stuff physically just because it's cheaper to buy it from Best Buy, correct? Instead of buying it new somewhere else, I'm the same way. Um, but I, I'm at the like I was always very much I want to buy things physically to have it on the shelf. But now I'm just to the point where I'm like I'm just so fucking lazy. I just want to swap. I don't want to have to worry about swapping the disc. I've also run out of shelf space. That's so true. like. I, you know, it's cool to have it for the shelf, but also I don't have the shelf space. Yeah. All of my games are like stacked two rows back. Yeah. And like half hanging off the shelf because it's not enough room on there. Same. Mine are just like haphazardly jammed in the small space and then there's stuff stacked on top of it and then there's stuff thrown in other parts of it because just the shelves aren't set up right and it's just a big, it's a big mess. Mm. But uh, like I said, I always meant to buy it. Finally, I saw it just sitting there and I kind of went like, ah, fuck, I'm just going to pull the trigger because I was going through the list of like everything that was on sale. Same. Um, And yeah, I I said, fuck it. Um, Picked it up. Uh, I did not play it very much because I just got it last night. Yeah. Um, it's Call of Duty. 
I only played the multiplayer, I, I cu- just a couple rounds of the multiplayer. Are there a lot of people playing the multiplayer still? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah still pretty, I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have switched off to playing World War II, which yeah. is a game I need to get back to uh, myself also. Yeah. Um, but there was, I, I had no problems finding games or anything like that. That's good. I'm sure it still has a very healthy fan, uh, following. What is it, 8 on 8 is the max? Or 16 um, on 16? It's usually... Not four no, on four, is it's it? not four on four. It's got to be at least six, six on six. Jeez, I don't remember. It's been so long since I played that game. Like I don't, yeah. I don't remember. I feel like thirty-two was probably the max back then. I feel like eight versus eight is too big, though. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't like paying enough attention. Usually, I kind of tune out uh, when the it's a good way to play or, video or, games. No, like when the, when the menu or like when yeah. the, the next match is loading, I like just tune completely tune out. Well, when when you were looking at your score, were you in fourth place or were you in eighth place? Uh, Do you remember? To, well, most likely I'm eighth, you're most bad likely at video eighth. Games. Yeah, most yeah. likely eighth place. Okay. Uh, if if I was anything, I think it's six on six. Okay. Um, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's called the Modern Warfare. Like, I'm sure yeah. everybody has played it originally. It, it hasn't changed very much. It still it does look good, even like hold up, you know, holding up good. Yeah, the game never didn't look even bad even at this point. And the you know the remastered graphics. Yeah, it still looks like a current game as opposed to. It doesn't uh, look like a ten year old game. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's okay. ten years. Yeah, I think like 2007 sounds about right. Yeah, probably. Um, there was uh, one thing I noticed about it though that I was not aware about because I didn't pay attention when it initially came out. Um, something a little bit topical. Ooh. Uh, there are loot boxes in the game now. Uh, I feel like I heard about them doing that. They added microtransactions and loot boxes, which I was completely unaware about. But when you start the game up, the very first thing that happens is like, "Welcome to Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Here's 600 like Call of Duty credits. Yeah, make sure to check by the uh, the, the you know the supply crate guy to, to ch- like open up your boxes and buy some supply crates. What do you get in them? Uh, like emblems, uh, the the like uh, card backings. So cosmetic stuff. Um. I didn't open enough to really figure out if there's other stuff. They did have some gun stuff in it, but I don't remember if it was just skins or not. It's probably just skins. Yeah. Um, oh, and it did have like uh, reticles. Yeah. For the like the scopes. Yeah. You get different reticles through the thing. Are I, they I like got different shapes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, like different designs on the things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean. Uh, cool. I guess. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it was just yeah. it, it like happened. And I just went like, of course. Yeah. Of, of course this happens. Mm-hmm. Of course it's like this. Yeah. Way to go Activision. Yeah. But it, it, I don't know. It just threw me off because that was before that time. And yeah. I forgot we now live in like the yeah. future. That was the before time. <laughs> yeah. In the long, long, the long, ago. long ago. Yeah. Not now. The present day dystopian future that we live in. Yeah. Where everything is a hellscape of <laughs> microtransactions and nickel and diming. Yeah. Where it's just like you're losing money out of your wallet like you're poisoned in yeah. a video game where your life is slowly <laughs> slowly going down. draining i'm just watching coins fly out of my wallet I'm like what why i didn't even open this what the yeah. hell just change flying out of your back pocket or your front pocket wherever you keep your wallet yeah but i mean that's not enough to ruin the game obviously no. like like i said it's still call of duty yeah i i don't really have much to say about it because it's, it's something that everyone game. has already played yeah. Uh, not really much to say but you know that's cool that you got it and that it was at least fun the little bit that you played it yeah and i'm gonna definitely gonna sit down like this one i didn't buy i I barely played any of the campaign of uh, world war ii because i bought that mainly just for the multiplayer yeah 
um, this one I want to play the, the campaign again because yeah. I remember the campaign of the first one. The campaign was great. pretty good. The second one else, I think the second one had the better campaign from what I remember. Yeah, the second one was the one with that like airplane mission and like, and, or was it No Soldier or whatever it was called, right? Oh, oh no, Russian. The yeah, airport. no Russian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was two. And the uh, the space nuke. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was two. I remember that one had a really good uh, campaign, um, and it got me thinking. Uh, which I am really, really surprised about is that we didn't get a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered with World War II. That's because people want World War II. The reason that we got Call of Duty 4 remastered is because no one wanted Advanced Warfare. Oh, uh, that's right. They, it was, knew, they yeah. knew they needed to put that in there to sell copies. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so next year when we get Call of Duty uh, Super Advanced Space Marine, then we'll get Modern Warfare 2 because nobody wants that. Yeah, I was, like, I was wondering exactly because they still have three studios working on Call of Duty games. You got yeah. Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, and Treyarch yeah. are still making one each year, like alternating. Yeah. And I'm wondering how the progression of that is going to be. Like, Sledgehammer put this one out. Is it going to be every Sledgehammer game from this point is going to be World War Two? World War Two could be. And then like the Infinity Ward ones, maybe we'll go back to Modern Warfare, and then Treyarch will do future ones. I would actually be kind of okay if they did it that way, and like you kind of had a variety each time. Because then it's every three years you're getting the same game, as opposed to every year you're getting. The yeah, same and game. you can just like decide which ones you feel like playing. Yeah. Yeah, you totally could. I don't know. They might do Vietnam. They might do, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll go back even further. They'll go like revolutionary modern warfare where it's, you know, muskets and bayonets and uh, horses I, and I, stuff. Like go before World War One. Just I outdo actually, EA. I would actually like that. Yeah. Did you play the History Channel Civil War game? No. <laughs> it was pretty good, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they did knows? two maybe of them. The it. second one sucked, but I remember the first one I had an, uh, like a real blast with. Yeah, maybe they'll do Revolutionary Call of Duty, Revolutionary War, Civil War. You know, it's rife. There's history's worth of wars. Hmm. You could do it. Who knows what? Maybe they'll pull a Far Cry and just go back to like uh, primitive warfare and you're just like running around with clubs and spears and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you could do... Uh, you put a scope on your uh, stone axe. <laughs> Call of Duty, French Revolution. Just nothing but, you know, swords and... You know, muskets and yeah, trebuchets and whatnot. It'd be interesting. Yeah. But I'll tell you, uh, going back to the Infinite Warfare sale thing, just how prevalent that is, is on the sales, it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered for like 30 bucks, Infinite Warfare for like 25 So already yeah. the bundled in-game is still selling for more than the... Uh, the the one that it was originally meant to just be a package in with yeah because it's a better game well yeah yeah obviously or you could buy them together for forty five dollars okay so I had the option of getting Infinite Warfare for fifteen more dollars and I still sent it down no no God no that's, that's just you throwing your money away that's yeah. what that is just throw your money away yeah uh, otherwise I just played more Rainbow Six um, I played which is good because we got some news about that later yeah, on in yeah, the show we do uh, I played more Assassin's Creed. That's like kind of my alone time game is to play some Assassin's Creed. So you just played Assassin's Creed this week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, All alone and time more Pokemans. Yeah. Pokemans is my, I bring my DS to work with me and on the downtime I play Pokemans. How is Pokemon going? Are you progressing through? Have you gotten to end game time yet? Or are you still just like going a bit about and collecting and whatnot? Uh, I'm still just going a bit about collecting. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing I said last year, or not last year, last week, where I'm just playing it going like, I fucking did all this already. I know. The, what the game really needed was like a skip cutscene button. Oh, you can't like, do that? A, like a quick skip dialogue button. Uh, but yeah. no, none of that is in there. 
Yeah, it needs something to make it faster for those that have played it before. Yeah. It's it's only fair. Like, why are you making them sit through and grind again? Yeah. It's it's weird. This is the third time I played this game, and I'm like, jeez, oh, I just want to get to the end part. Yeah, I just want to do it. new things. I just want to, like, move all of my... I probably should just do it. Like, move all of my more powerful Pokemon from the other game into this one yeah, just, just so I can, like, run through and wreck shit. Yeah, just roast the, uh, the computer. Yeah. That yeah, probably would be better. Um, did you pick anything else up on your Black Friday shopping? Uh, let's see. For Black Friday, I picked up uh, WWE 2K18. We Me talked too. about that one before. Yep. Uh, 30 bucks at Best, Best Buy. Buy.com most, is where I got it. Most places were 30 or 35 for the, the game itself. I think GameStop had it for like 25 Really? Yeah. Everything. A lot little. of the stuff from GameStop was like 5 bucks cheaper. Oh. Um but like impossible to actually get any of them online because yeah. like everything was sold, sold out, out so quickly. Yeah, but they were all still available on Best Buy. So I don't know if that was kind of like an artificial inflation thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I picked up uh, WWE Two K Eighteen. Still yeah. haven't got it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I picked up from uh, Amazon. I, I Amazon. I got Lego Ninjago, the movie, the game. Yes, the experience, the idea. Yeah. The build-a-thon. Uh, which I didn't pick that one up originally because I just... I buy all the Lego games, but usually I buy them to get the minifigure that's like yeah. exclusive minifigure. Yeah, you've talked them. about that here before. Every like you, With Lego Marvel, you bought it for the Giant yeah, Man Yeah, I bought figure. it for the Giant Man Because it's exclusive. Yeah, I talked about that last week. Yes, you did. I don't care about the Ninjago stuff, so nope. I'm pretty sure that did have an exclusive figure, but... I mean, unless it's like a DC, a Star Wars, or a Marvel character, I don't care. Well, because like, what is really the difference in a Ninjago figure? It's a different color, or like has a different weapon. Like, or, what what could really be different about it? Because like with Marvel and Star Wars and DC, like it's a character all on its own, like unto itself. It's a separate character with a separate look and feel. Whereas that one is just like this one's blue. You've never had that before, right? It's yeah. like I guess not, but. Do I care? Yeah. Most likely no. And also I just don't really care about the Ninjago sets. Yeah, it's I mean, not your it's not your jam. Lego's mostly for collecting licensed stuff that you're just like and building your own city of little people. Mm-hmm. Where I can have uh, Batman fight Spider Man. And you could be the while mayor. Yoda walks by. <laughs> it says I'm not gonna get involved in that. <laughs> but he says it with his backwards talk that yeah. I forgot to do during that little bit impression. Um but yeah, I picked that up and that was actually I I, I put it uh, uh, was it games GameStop had that one on sale for 20 bucks uh everywhere else had it on sale for 30 bucks yeah so I put it I and it's like I said everything sold out in GameStop right away so that was completely gone off the bat so I went uh to Amazon and originally like at the start of the day on Amazon it was wasn't on sale yeah it was only it was like 50 bucks on you know 10 bucks off yeah and I went like well, well no, I'm not gonna fucking pay that when GameStop no. had it for 20 yeah uh, a couple hours later, I was like dicking around looking for, at other stuff that was on sale because it was really hard to find, like to organize the Amazon stuff in terms of video game sales. Yeah. You pretty much just had to go like think of a game and go, let me check and see if it's on sale because there was nothing that I could find where it was like, here's everything Here's the on list sale. of all the Black Fridays. Well, yeah. It was either like you could get a whole bunch of stuff and just scan through it looking for video games, but there was nothing that just narrowed it down to video games. Good filter. Yeah. That's a um, bummer. That's poor design. At least on the app on my phone. Yeah. Maybe it was better on the website, but I, I don't know. I'm claiming user error there. I think that's on you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I was like going through and I checked it again and then it was on sale for 30 this time. Yeah. And it was like on sale for 30 at Best Buy and Target and Walmart. So I just kind of went like, oh, I'll just get it on Amazon so I don't have to worry about like going up there and yeah. doing it. Because you don't, you don't want to deal with the crowds. Yeah. Like 
Even uh, my shopping, I did like several hours after the opening things because I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, there'll be lines and there'll be crowds, but like, not like it is when the store first opens. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Oh God, no. no. Actually, when I got done with my family stuff, it was around five o'clock. So I just drove up to like our mall area that has yeah. all the different stores, and I just kind of drove around. And the traffic wasn't bad. Like I didn't have to worry about like you know a, a million cars in traffic, which is like going back. Eight years ago, like eight, seven, six, five years ago, when we we worked up Four, at the three, mall, two, one, yeah. I remember, but, like, you know, trying to drive to work two hours before. Yeah, and it was already bananas, and it was already like you had to sit in line. You you had to leave an hour early, yeah, because if you there. didn't, you wouldn't make it to work in time because yeah. it was just lines of cars everywhere. Yeah, you had to leave an hour early to be ten minutes late. Yeah. And I drove up there this time, like an hour or like a half an hour before everything opened, like no traffic. Weird. So I think like Black Friday is essentially dying. Everyone does all their shopping online now instead of actually going to stores. Well, I think it's also you're you went on Thursday night, whereas the story you're talking about about five years ago, we weren't open Thursday night. We weren't open till maybe midnight Friday, maybe not till Friday morning. Mm. Because like when I was working at GameStop, it was even like. Midnight, I think, was the earliest that we ever opened. We were never open on Thursday. That's true. So now Thursday, a lot of people are still doing family stuff. You know, like my family stuff didn't get over to like eight o'clock. So nobody that I was with could have been shopping at that point. And I think that's probably why the traffic wasn't as bad as you were expecting, which is good, I guess. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, I drove around there and saw like everything. But going back to the Lego Ninjago, I put it in, I, I go on Amazon, I see it there. It's now on sale for 30 bucks. I put it in my cart. I go, all right, well, like, I'm just going to double check some of the other shops just to find, yeah. see if I can find it anywhere yeah, you else. You don't want to get yeah. yeah. And I go, and I'm like, you know, for like 10 minutes, I'm checking other shops just to see if anything else had it on sale. And, um, you know, no, no one no one cheaper, everything 30 bucks. I might as well get off Amazon where I get two days shipping. Yeah. I go back to that. Uh, I, I load up the shopping cart on my Amazon thing. I see a notification that says something has changed in your cart. Something's and I changed. Yeah, like something <laughs> has changed to the order in your cart. And I kind of go like, oh, fuck. It's yeah, either it's gone, gone back up in price yeah. or it's sold out. Yeah, it's gone. God damn it. I just got fucked, didn't I? Yep, it's gone. Yep. It's got to it's gotta be gone. It's yeah. out of there. Yeah. But it turns out I was actually pretty lucky because I loaded up and now it was $20 on Amazon. So in that 10 minutes that I went to find something, it dropped 10 bucks in price. Yeah. The luck of the Black Friday. That's what that's what I always say. Yeah. It's always a lucky, lucky day. Well, that's yeah. good that you got it for the cheapest price that you could have. Yeah. The price I was looking for. Because it was the kind of thing where I was like, 30 bucks, I'll definitely buy it. Or no, 20 bucks, I'll definitely buy it. 30 bucks. Eh, I'd rather pay 20. I'd but rather I guess pay 20, but yeah. whatever. Oh, well, uh, you good. know, so I'm going to have to wait six months for it to drop down in another like non-Black Friday sale. Yeah. Even though I'm probably going to be like, I'll go into, you know, Toys R Us and it'll be on sale for $15 like a week from now. Well, then don't open it yet. That's true. And you'll be able to return it. Yeah. So that'll work out. Probably. Uh, so I got that. I also got uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which was, I I bought that back when it came out and like bought the season pass. Yeah. I think I bought the gold edition like physical when it came out. Um, and never really played any of the DLC. I played the first DLC, which was the Jack the Ripper DLC, but yep. I never played any of the other stuff. Uh, so I just kind of went, and then I like traded it in. Yeah, because you were done. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, I'll just buy that for 20 bucks, like digitally and play all the DLC and get that like, yeah. you know, out of the way. Um, so that's all I got for Black Friday sales. What'd you get? 
Um, well, earlier in the week, and I don't know if I had talked about this on the podcast. I know we had yeah, talked about it. Yeah, I think you it. talked about wanting to make sure to get that. I bought a PSVR. Uh, the deal that I had seen, like the price deal for just the headset um, was available all week uh, from Best Buy. So I went Monday night. I was supposed to go to see a movie, and when we got to the movie theater, they're like, we can't play the movie, so you all have to go home. Wow, really? And I was like- What movie? Uh, it was a screener for uh, Last Flag Flying. It's a oh, new yeah, Richard yeah. Linklater movie. Um, so I had screening oh, I passes. Oh, was Richard Linklater. Yeah. Um, did so, it take him 20 years to film it? No. Just, oh. He just did this one very quickly, like a movie, as oh. opposed to in magnum opus or whatever. Um, no, but, I went with that, a... Ultimately, everyone went, that movie was boring. <laughs> I like I like Boyhood. Do you like Boyhood? I do. I thought... I, I never heard... Like People didn't say it was bad. They just said... Have you ever seen it? No. I watch it. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I meant to, but... yeah. It's, you know, I guess every every review I got was like it just felt like you were watching someone grow up, and it just felt like oh god, this it's is a, just dragging on. It's a slice of life type movie where there's not really a plot; it's just kind of things happen to this like family. But it's, I mean, the spectacle of watching it happen is cool, but like it's not a bad movie. I would give it a give it a whirl. Could you imagine if something like happened to that kid? Yeah, it would have thrown the whole thing off. Like, yeah. It would have been awful. You know, I mean, it would have been awful. How long anyway. did they film that? It was twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. If it was like nine years in, the kid got hit by a car, and there's yeah. like, oh fuck, we just wasted nine fucking years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a damn shame. Um, but yeah, and then they were like, well, we can't show you the movie, so everyone is like sitting there with their large popcorn, their large soda, like oh, expecting to sit yeah. through a two hour thing, and everyone just has to go home. And I was like, man. But as I was sitting in the theater, I noticed that the price for the PSVR was. The same price I was going to pay like on Black Friday. So I was like, oh, shit, I'll just go pick it up right now. And so I went to Best Buy and I picked it up. Um, it, was, um, it was how much? 200. 200. Yeah. And it was originally 400? It, when it very first came out, it was 400. 400 for that and 500 for the bundle, right? Yeah, that came with the camera and the move controllers. Yeah. And and like last year on Black Friday, I bought a camera because it was like 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I plan to get a PSVR. At the very least, I have this camera that I could use for a mic or for, you know, we want to do streaming or something like that. Like I have it. So I'll just get it super cheap. Um, so I didn't need any bundles and there were bundles this year that were like 300 for a Gran Turismo bundle and like 350 for like a Skyrim bundle. Yeah. It was like 300 for the headset, the camera and Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo. Yeah. And but I was not like, the, not the move controllers. No. And I was like, did you already I, have the move controllers. I did from when I had a uh, move. Yeah. I had a move from way back when like move first came out. Um, so I had move controllers. That was no big deal. I had the camera already. I just needed the headset. Um, because like I liked Gran Turismo Sport, the demo I played of it, but I didn't need to. I didn't need to spend an extra hundred dollars just to get that and have an extra camera that I wouldn't know what to do with or have any use for. Which camera do you have? Do you have the square one or the circle? The like circle updated one. one. The updated, oh, the updated one. one? Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, if it was one of those things where I had the old one and then like it came with the new one that's slightly better, then yeah, that'd be fine. But I had the new one anyway, um, so there was really no point. So I was like, all right, I'll save on this. I went and I picked it up. Uh, I didn't play a lot with it just because like Thanksgiving week is busy. And you yeah. know, I got it Monday night at like eight, nine o'clock. So I was like, you know, watching wrestling or whatever, uh, which quick side plug, our wrestling episode for the main event for Survivor Series is up right now. So if you didn't catch that, but you did catch Survivor Series and want to know what we thought of it, it's available on all the places that you listen to this show. Um, shill. Yeah, you got to shill stuff. That's yeah. the whole point. That's why I'm the host. I got to shill the things. You get to talk about opinions and stuff, and I make the shills. That's uh, that's how it works. It's fine. Um, 
So I was like watching wrestling and like setting it up because like setting it up is kind of a chore for the oh, first yeah. time. Uh, figuring There's out all the so wires, many fucking so many wires, and like it, um, this isn't the new one, right? This is the, the new, new one, one. The new one with the built-in headphones that didn't come out yet, right? No. Okay. Um, or if it they, is, it wasn't included in these bundles. I'm hoping they come out with one with a more streamlined cable setup because there's the so cables on the new one are more streamlined, but they're still they're still there. Yeah. Uh, okay. It doesn't have that breakaway part though. It's like one seamless piece, I think, which is probably more cumbersome. But I don't know. Uh, so I booted it up. You know, I calibrated it and like tried it out or whatever. I don't have a lot of stuff for it yet. I have just from PS uh, PS Plus sales. I had Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, which I haven't started. I had to download it because I hadn't downloaded it before because mm-hmm. I had no reason to. Um, I had Rigs, which yeah. I downloaded. Um, and then I went through and downloaded a bunch of like the demos and the demo discs and all like the different things that you can try with it. Um, but I did have uh, the last year's Star Wars Battlefront the deluxe edition that came with the PSVR missions, like the X-Wing VR missions. Uh, so I booted that up and that Did was a lot of fun. Did those or were those added later? They was added later, but I bought, I think last year on Black Friday, I bought like the super deluxe Collector bundle because it was like 20 bucks or 15 bucks and it came with the game, the season pass and the VR missions. And so I was like, I never bought the season pass. The season pass is still 50. I'll buy them for $20, have all the maps, have the VR stuff just in case. So, um, I ended up doing the X-Wing VR missions and that was a lot of fun. You know, you're sitting in the cockpit and you're just like, it's, it still weirds me out to look down at a thing that you're sitting in and have no legs. Uh, oh, you don't even see like your guys lapped inside. At, the- at first, no, uh, I'm not sure if you did it all. No, in rigs you do in, in the X-Wing one you don't or vice oh, versa. Like that's a, weird. You should be able to like look down and see like a guy in an X-Wing nope. pilot jumpsuit. Yeah, you'd think and that would be the way cooler way to do it but no, you just look down and you see the seat and the pedals and it's just like, uh, I got no legs like Lieutenant Dan. Eh? Yeah. Um, so I did that for a little while and it's, and that was pretty cool. I then went to boot up rigs and I was going through the tutorial in rigs which is like the running around like sport type one that they have. Um, and I was doing the tutorial and it's telling you like how to look and how to do all the things in it. And I do, I did the thing that I always do in games where it's like, these are your controls. Use the right stick to look around. And just because you have to do it for a certain amount of time, I usually just like hold the stick in one direction until it lets me do something else. Mm -hmm. So I did that here just naturally that's what i always do in tutorials and i got dizzy because <laughs> i was like oh i should probably stop spinning the room around in a circle that's a poor design choice by me this was your first time using one right you didn't use mine at any point no but we went to the demo days and stuff like that oh, so i right. i had right. used it before um technically i used it before you because i was the first one to go but mm-hmm. you know whatever um so i had used it before, but not for like any extended length of time like this was yeah. the longest i've used it um, and I, I mean, I had fun. I want to go back and try rigs without making myself dizzy on purpose because I'm an idiot. Um, and then you nicely brought over Farpoint, so we're gonna play that in a little bit. Yeah, I also uh, brought job we're done. simulator. Ooh, we're gonna pretend to have jobs. That's gonna be fun. Um, so yeah, I like the cool thing is is that like if I play it for an extended period of time and I get sick or I get motion sickness, like I can just return it. It's not like I, it's not the end of the world for me. If I have to bring it back, knowing that I can't actually use it. Do you normally have a problem with motion sickness? No, oh. but like the thing in rigs was the only time it's ever really happened. And I don't know if that's just cause I was dicking around and was stupid about it. Or if that particular game is troublesome or cause there are some games where people are like, it's crazy bad with the motion sickness and some that it's fine. Nobody has a problem with it. Um, so I, we'll see. I'll play a variety of different things and see what I like and what sticks. 
Um, I thought about getting Batman, but I mean, 20 bucks for like the hour that it takes, I didn't feel like was worth it. I'll find that on a sale, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be one of those like giveaway games that yeah. they do at some point. Yeah, the only real game that I really wanted to get was Battlezone because I played that in the demo and I really liked Battlezone. Um, uh, surprisingly, no PSVR games I saw were on sale for Black Friday on no, they did just have a PSVR sale like a month or so ago. Because oh, I remember they? texting you and be like, "Hey, if you oh, need, that's right, yeah. if you didn't get any VR games, like here's a bunch of them. They're pretty good prices." But I didn't buy any because I didn't know if I would get a headset. Yeah, but uh, just considering that everywhere had PSVRs on like super sale, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't discount a bunch of games. Yeah, on the true. PlayStation Store, or maybe it's they felt like they were giving you such a good deal on the headset that they didn't want to mm, maybe give you a deal on the games as well. So yeah, there's a couple that I wanted to get. I did see E Valkyrie was on sale a couple places, but it was still thirty bucks, and I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like that game or not. Mm. So I'll wait and I'll pick things up on clearance and I'll try new stuff. And you know, we went over a bunch of games we were excited about a couple episodes back regarding VR. So when those come out, I'll give them a shot. Mm. I may ask to borrow uh, Resident Evil from you. Oh, sure. Uh, give that a go. Because that one I didn't really... I saw it on sale a couple of places, but it was still like 30 or 40 bucks, so I didn't really get into it. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of the PSVR. And then last night I went and I bought Horizon Zero Dawn, which I still have not played. I plan to. I really want to play that in the next couple of weeks uh, before the end of the year, just so we can talk about it in our end of year episodes that we got coming up. Um, and then I bought Everybody's Golf, which I had, I think I did like a used GameStop buy and then return. Um, I had fun with the game, but it wasn't like I wanted to keep it for $40. I didn't feel like I would play it enough. Um, and it was on sale for 20 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll play this. Because uh, I had a lot of fun with it. And w- as soon as I got rid of it, I was like, man, I kind of wish I had it still. Yeah, it's a good thing. You know, I used to, on the PSP play, the hot, hot shots. shots yeah all the time that was my, my go-to just pull it out yeah play a couple you know rounds of golf yeah it's a good thing where it's like oh man i've got 25 minutes before i gotta go do something it's not enough time to watch like an episode necessarily of a tv show it's not enough to like boot up and play some multiplayer in star wars because who knows how long it'll take um so that's a good thing where like i know how much golf will take like i know how quickly those games go so i'll have that um and then i bought um i bought wwe as well so I bought that digitally. I got the deluxe edition for 50 bucks. So the price that I originally paid when I picked it up on launch day and never played it, uh, I got the deluxe edition for the same price. So totally worth it for me. Uh, one of the DLC packs already came out. This also came with the... Do you know what's in it? Yeah, it's the like NXT futures pack. So uh, it's yeah. Elias Sampson, uh, Alistair even Black. He's not in NXT anymore. Yeah, but it's just one of those like. And he's not even Elias Sampson anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's Elias Sampson. It's Alistair Black. It's uh, Lars Sullivan, I think. Uh, he was on the NXT pay per view. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple other people. I forget who else. But, you know. And it comes with that, like all the stuff from that scene, the John Cena edition. So it comes with like the extra Batista. Oh, yeah. It comes with Batista and RVD, and you know me, I love oh, my yeah. love my RVD. Uh, so that was a cool thing to like have and uh, get that. I probably in should that. check to see if that was a code inside or if that was like a DLC code they mailed to you. Which the John Cena stuff? No, the like uh, RVD and Batista weren't those also pre-order bonuses? No, uh, the pre-order bonus was Kurt Angle. Oh, that's right. No, RVD and Batista were only available in that John Cena Super Deluxe Edition. Because it's part of like his yeah. career. Yeah, and then like eventually you would have been able to buy them just on their own for like five bucks or whatever. Uh, but this came with it, so worked okay. out perfectly. And it get you get like the 
accelerator thing where it unlocks all the belts because I, I hate spending the virtual in-game currency to unlock belts and superstars because it just it takes too long to unlock some of them. Goddamn microtransactions. Yeah, well, no, they didn't do a microtransactions base, but it's like you earned the credit in the game mm-hmm. by like competing in matches and stuff like that. But I always like to do that my career thing. And so you use those the same credits that you would use to unlock Andre the Giant, you use to make your my career person better. So I had to trade off of like, do I want to unlock these characters or do I want to have more fun with this one game mode that I'm playing a lot of? Mm-hmm. And so that weird tra- now I don't have to make that trade off, which is good because I hate that part of it. Yeah. Um, and then the other dick thing is is that like when you're when you go to like do downloadable superstars like the creator wrestlers, which I always go through, people make way better things than I would ever oh, hope yeah. to. Um, so whenever I try to go get other superstars, it's like, you can't get this guy because he uses this move set from 1997, the rock and you can't download it. Cause you didn't unlock that guy. Oh, so it's not even, uh, uh yeah, so sucks. yeah. So the deluxe edition comes with the thing where it's like, you know what? We unlock all the superstars. We unlock all the belts, have fun with the game. Mm. And it's like, okay, good. That's the kind of thing I enjoy is having fun with the game, not grinding to get uh, doink the clown. Cause he has this particular drop kick that this downloadable superstar that I want has like, all right, I don't have to deal with that. Thank goodness. Dink the clown. What? No, Dink's the little one. No, I'm saying the DLC character. Where the, we were oh, yeah, I want to download you Dink. to download Dink. And I have to buy Doink. And that's just dumb. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I got that. I downloaded it earlier today. So, I'm excited. I'm going to play that because I like that game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that one in the mail. It's going to be I think fun. it comes on Monday. Yeah. And then I played more Battlefront this week. And I'm still having fun with it. I beat the campaign. It was good. Um, it was like short though, wasn't it? Here's it like four hours long. It's longer than that, but it's no longer than like six, okay. which is not great, but it's better than four. Mm. You know, it's like you'd probably want a single player shooter campaign to probably be eight to ten. I would think is I mean, like I don't think like most of the Call of Duties were even no. eight to ten long. But you, you know, know, like yeah, you're buying it for the multiplayer. They know this. Correct. You know this. Yeah. Like yeah, the story was cool. It didn't necessarily go the direction I thought it was going to when they announced it. Um, and that was kind of a bummer, but it does end on kind of a cliffhanger and they did announce the first wave of like free DLC and stuff like that. And it has more to the story. So like some of the free DLC, in addition to other, like the first thing is coming out later this year and it's last Jedi stuff. So it's the planet that you see in the trailer with the, like the red dust or whatever. Um, some other characters and, um, and new uh, single player like story DLC as well. And that's all free because they got rid of that because um, they made it microtransactions based before they got rid of the microtransactions. Mm. So I'm still having fun with it. I'm still going to keep playing it. I don't hate it the same way everybody else does. It's a fine game. It's not blowing my socks off, but it's not, you know, bad. So mm. I don't know. Um, all right. So, so I'm sure I'll be able to pick it up super cheap in a couple of months. Yeah, maybe. I know the I mean, last the one. The last like, one went down in price really fast. Yeah, it, like it went up and down a lot the last one because I remember a year afterwards when I bought it on Black Friday it was twenty dollars, but that was a year later. So who knows what it'll be? If it'll be four, it'll probably be forty for a while after the movie comes out, and then maybe go back up when the like the Blu-ray for Jedi comes out. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that'll do it for what we've been playing. Uh, we don't have a lot of news this week just because it's a short week. 
No one's really dropping a lot of new things with it yeah, being uh, a holiday week. Yeah, you know, I mean, Everyone I guess if there was distracted, you know, for half the week. Yeah, I guess if it was bad news, they'd want to like slip it in so that way people were like distracted by their Thanksgiving turkeys and whatnot, so they wouldn't notice it. But nothing really like that this week. So we don't have a main story. That was mostly just like you know what we kind of picked up on Black Friday as a continuation of the end of last week's episode. Uh, So we will jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round uh, for this week. Uh, We will start with a new leak for some DLC for Mario plus Rabbids kingdom battle. Joe, did you see this? Uh, No, you told me about it a little earlier. Yeah. So much in the same way that we found out about the first game uh, via leaks, we got more information uh, via a leak as well. I guess this has a lot of leaks in it. Yeah. I guess this was the like, Somebody saw the early posting for the like the eShop upgrade uh, for what they're calling the Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Gold Edition, which is the uh, the game plus the season pass. Which I don't know why they didn't sell that outright. Yeah, the season pass isn't even available yet. Is no, it? I think the season pass will probably be available at the same time as the gold edition. So that way, if you already have the game, you can just buy the season pass. If you don't, here's them both. I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. The gold edition seems like a thing a lot of people probably would have bought once they heard the game wasn't a train wreck. Yeah, uh, but oh, you know, maybe that's exactly what it was. They were like, we don't know exactly how well this is going to be received. So. Yeah. Let's not even like bother. Let's not tempt like Let, test the waters with a season pass because then people get angry and yeah. they won't buy it. I mean, people got mad about the Legend of Zelda one, so yeah. And turns out everybody's just fine with that game now. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. Everything turned out a okay for them. Uh, but the season pass, they did outline it a little bit. So uh, the details that we got from this leak say eight new solo challenges plus five co-op maps. No, is this for the entire season pass or is this just the net the first DLC of the? This just says gold edition includes game and season pass uh, with a colon and then it lists three bullet points. So it doesn't different. I mean, it's a leak, so I don't know. Mm. It doesn't differentiate if this is throughout the entirety of the season pass or if this is pack one or pack one is this. And then the other things are pack two and three. I don't we don't know because it's a leak at this point. Um, so eight new solo challenges and five co-op maps, 16 new weapons. And then this was the big one, an exclusive world. So a new world featuring a new hero and that's coming in early 2018. Uh, so they didn't say what the hero is. They didn't give any more information. Joe, what would you like to see as the new hero? I mean, the easy bet would be that it's going to be Yoshi. Yeah. I mean, that just kind of seems like the most obvious thing. It would be kind of cool if it was like Waluigi or Wario. Yeah. Those are the ones I'd be a little more interested in. Could it even be Yoshi though? Like, how would he use a gun? Don't you have to use? Don't you use guns in this? Yes. How would he use a gun? He or can, would he can use a gun? Or would he? Eat? He's able to do all the same stuff that you know in Mario Party. That's true. He does have little arms. So yeah, I guess he's, he could he's, use the gun. He's, he's he's not like a T Rex and he only has the tiny little arms. He still does stuff. He's got tiny arms though. It depends on the game you're playing. That's true. Yeah. Imagine if this one he's got super long arms and it was just, just really weird. weird. It's like dragging him on the ground. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, you could just do it so that like he doesn't actually have a gun. He just uses his tongue for everything. He eats the gun and then his tongue now becomes whatever that type of gun was. Yeah. Or maybe the and then like if you had a a Yoshi rabbit, he, or he has throws, a gun. Or maybe throws eggs. Oh yeah. Instead of that, he just he like tosses specialized eggs instead. There you go. And then if you get, like I said, if you had the, like the rabid Yoshi, he would have a gun and the gun shoots a tongue out. Yeah. That's how you get but around I didn't play it. the, I didn't play the game enough. Uh, I, we, I let Carrie borrow it and yeah. she had it for like the longest time until I finally just got it back last week. Did you actually get it back? 
Yes. Okay, nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he show, Yoshi shows up at any point in the game. Mm. Like, at first I was thinking, like, maybe it's going to be Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong shows up as one of, like, the bad guys or, like, the Donkey Kong rabid, rabid fusion. Because yeah. the whole thing is, like, the guys running around fusing the rabbits with different things. Anarchy. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. Uh, I mean, Yoshi seems like the most obvious one. Yeah. I, like I said, I think I'd be. I'd like to see War uh, Wario. Yeah. Um, Waluigi, one of the villains. Like yeah. we need. To, we need to team up with this villain because the other guy's unstoppable. Yeah, because he never like really gets introduced into the main stuff at all. Who Wario? Wario. Yeah. No, he's, he's in a he's lot of never the has side like stuff. any. Yeah, he's never really involved in the main storyline. No. Except for like going all the way back to Super Mario Land two on the Nintendo, well yeah where he's was, the, he was the main bad guy yeah six golden coins on the Game Boy mm-hmm. um, yeah no that could be cool we'll see I mean we'll see this is a leak right now so once they I'm sure after the holiday die down dies down and it's back to business as usual next week we may just get a like a oh yeah you saw it last week but here's the official like reveal of it because there's no more game show like there's no conferences or anything for any of those so there might be we might get a Nintendo Direct you know, announcement for next week. And it's, we're talking about Mario Rabbids and we're talking about maybe Odyssey DLC or it's like a Mario centric one or who mm-hmm. knows. So, uh, you know what would be interesting that that thing said one new character. I wonder if that's going to be one new character or is it going to be one character in one rabbit form? Cause all the characters in that game have, it's Mario and rabbit Mario peach and rabbit peach. Yeah. So it's going to be like Wario and rabbit Wario or maybe Yoshi and rabbit Yoshi. You played more of that game than I have. So, mm. Uh, because I played none of it, so uh, I'm not really sure. It could be, and the the hero then spawns the hero version of the rabbit. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but we'll see when they get more concrete uh, information. Uh, lightning round. So this was a story that went around this week uh, that got a lot of traction, but not a lot of specificity uh, to the point where like Joe and I each saw this story. And then I saw a follow-up to the story that then made the story seem even weirder. Uh, so the the rumor was is that the creator of Plants vs. Zombies um, got fired from EA for not wanting to make Plants vs. Zombies 2 microtransactions-based. And all the articles were like, uh, you know, creator of Plants vs. Zombies fired by EA over microtransaction fury. And I was like, oh, it's it's a weird thing. Like, I can't believe it. He doesn't like microtransactions. And they fired him for it like... Uh, unbelievable EA like this was very much a dog pile on EA kind of week uh, and then I saw a follow-up to it that was like yeah he was fired in 2012 and I was like wait why is this news now um, and basically it was an anecdote that basically said he had made plans versus zombies too or was working on it and EA was like we're gonna make this entirely pay to win microtransaction base and he was like I don't like that and they went see ya to the curb with yous um, which he responded later after like a day later. It was basically like, yes, I was fired. Yes. I did not want microtransaction based plants versus zombies too, which is what the game ended up being. Yeah. Cause I remember when it came out and downloading it and going like, Jesus Christ, like everything in this game is pay money to get X. And I just went, well, fuck this game. Yeah. Um, and that was like before that was really like the strategy in mobile gaming. Like mobile gaming always had microtransactions and stuff, but that like yeah, I mean Candy or uh, not Candy Crush was it Farmville was like all just buy stuff. Wasn't yeah, it? Um, yeah, with like Facebook that was kind of like the first and, one to do yeah. that. And then mobile just went so far down the freemium path that like Plants vs Zombies two was one of those early ones that really 
like hammered it home to where the point like you didn't expect it necessarily because the first one wasn't pay to win. No, at all. if at all. Like it I don't think there was any, any microtransactions. Yeah, it was, it was just all, a straight up game. Yeah, you unlocked things in it. Like man, remember phone games before you had to pay for everything? Uh, yeah. It was fun. I played My the good. shit out of uh, the first plan. I know I did too, uh, and I never played any of the second one. Uh, probably just because I didn't find it fun anymore, but also the microtransaction aspect of it. Um, but yeah, it was weird that this came back up now. Like, I know it was a dog pile on EA kind of situation. Well, it's, like, it's just that they were, uh, what this came from, I don't know what, remember what the podcast was, but it was um, Edmund Mc, McMillan, who is the creator, one of the creators of Super Meat Boy uh, from Team Meat. Yep. He also made uh, Binding of Isaac. Yep. Um, so a well-known guy. And he says he's friends with the guy who did it. And that's, he says, this has always bothered him that he knew this story and then told the well, anecdote yeah, on a podcast. Well, it's the kind of thing where like, you know, you're sitting there and obviously this is a big, like EA and microtransactions is a big story. And he goes, you know, funny story. I have a friend that used to work at EA got fired because he didn't like microtransactions. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Like we don't have a, con- like, you know, he might've also just been a huge asshole and that's why they were like, let's fire this guy. Or it could have been like, we're doing it one way or the other. And he's like, well, I don't want to make games with you anymore. And it was maybe like, all right, well then if you don't want to make games with us, then you're gone. But it could be like, but I was kind of done, but they put their foot down. Yeah. So like he didn't corroborate it. He didn't say that. He said, all I'll say is that parts of that story are factual, but didn't connect them to say that yeah. one was the cause of the other. Yeah. He said, he said, um, yes, I was fired by EA. Yes. I didn't like microtransactions. That's all I'm going to say for now. Yeah. So like, but I mean, there might be some sort of clause in his contract. That's can't. like, yeah. You know, so people are inferring, but also saying, but take it with a grain of salt kind of thing. Like it's, it's I mean, just a it's, weird, it's not surprising. No, I, like, you, you know, it's big money. Yeah. Microtransaction freemium phone games are big, big money. And for him to like, and they're sitting there going like, this is a billion dollar idea. We can make so much cash off of that. And he's like, well, I have more integrity than that. And they yeah. went, we don't care about your integrity. We want the millions and yeah. millions of dollars. It's all about that dollar, dollar Get the hell out of here. Exactly. Um, and like the guy even was even saying, the McMillan guy was like, you know, you play that game and you look at that game and it's very much like a personal game for the guy who created it. Like you can see that this was the type of game he wanted to make. And then you throw this skin of microtransactions on top of it. And it's just like a shame. Mm. He's like, it it looked like a very personal journey for a friend of mine that then got shit all over. uh, And that really sucks. So yeah, I don't know. It was just a funny little thing that came up this week and people ran with it. And then slowly people were like, all right, but wait, there's more to it. And this happened a long time ago. This is weird that it's coming up now, but you know, Mm, it's still current. Yeah. It was still interesting enough that we wanted to, we wanted to bring it up. Uh, let's see. Speaking of things, Joe, from a long time ago, uh, are you a fan of things that really call to your nostalgia part of your brain? Nah. No, you're not. You no. you live in the here now. I live now. in it now, yeah. yes. Yeah, you're very much a present day kind of guy. You're not thinking about way back when. Uh, but Joe... Mainly because I can't remember back when. Yeah, a lot of hits to the head. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of nerf darts to the brain. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate, but you know, you'll get by. Uh, but Joe, were you ever a fan of raising digital monsters? No, no. I mean, I, I mean, we talked about this. It, the, the Tamagotchi. We're talking about the Tamagotchi. Uh, I, let me get there, okay? We're weaving a tale here. I'm telling a story. Well, we already talked about Tamagotchi last week we with did. the uh, with the revival of the actual. That wasn't last week. That was like a month or so. Was that two a month ago? or so? Yeah. Because I, I, my ability to remember stuff right there. I, I know. Can't remember which one. I think I told you two weeks ago. I saw one in a store. 
which means that we talked about that story way before that. Oh, okay. Um, but yes, we are talking about Tamagotchi. Jesus, Joe. Did, have uh, you, you? So you saw one in the store. I, I still have seen one. In the I have store. still yet to see one. If I did actually see one, I would buy it for the shits and gigs because you're right. Like, there's that little nostalgia factor. Aha, kind I knew of, it. You're it's the kind of thing where, like, I would want to <laughs> actually. Yeah, I many never, never, never take it out of the box. Like, yeah. I'm gonna just put it on the shelf and be like, yeah, Tamagotchis. Remember that? Yeah. Remember these? Uh, so yeah, Tamagotchis, the uh, the tiny little keychain about raising animals and keeping them alive, but probably letting them die because you forgot it in a drawer somewhere, uh, is making the leap from 4-bit LCD screen to your mobile phone. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that the bringing it back thing was probably just a precursor to something else. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, uh, Bandai came out and announced that they are making a game for the phone called Tamagotchi Forever. Yeah. Uh, it is, they, you're they gonna, wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wish it's around forever. Yeah. We'll see. The last one wasn't around forever. No, it was not. Um, but uh, yeah, you're going to get your own, like now in super HD, 1 billion polygon pixels or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I don't uh, like that. What's the retina, retina display? Yeah, retina display, pixel density, your face ID and... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have your own like now super advanced digital Tamagotchi to take care of as opposed to just having the little rinky-dink phone. I don't like that. Yeah. I'd rather have it look like the old pixelated. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool if it was just like basically essentially now your phone is just a giant screen. Yeah. Like just a giant um, yeah. with just like the little buttons at the bottom. Yeah. That would be a cool thing. Who knows? Maybe that's a thing you can do. A filter. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just like you can have that as a mode. Yeah. That they're just like, hey, if you want to just play classic Tamagotchi mode, just like switch over to this one yeah, just do it. and raise like a regular Tamagotchi. Yeah. Um, so this one will be a microtransaction out the ass. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it will. Uh, and I have a feeling that it's going to make a boatload of money. We'll see. I don't know how big that intellectual property is at this point. Uh, I mean, everyone knows the name. Yeah, and I'm of sure a certain that, age. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's even one of those kind of things that still kind of remained in the cultural zeit, zeit, zeitgeist. Zeitgeist? Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist? Yes. You know, it, like, it's a tale told, told down. You're like, oh, I remember playing on my Tamagotchi. What's that? Oh, it was a stupid little thing we used to have when we were younger. I guess. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. I don't talk to children, so I can't know. I, I can't bring that up casually in conversation. I'm not dropping Tamagotchi knowledge necessarily, but I don't know. I guess this will be the barometer of whether or not that's a popular, uh, popular AP. I mean, I, I, we don't exactly know too much about it other than that. It's going to be a thing that exists. There might be a hell of a lot more to it. It might just be not just like raise a thing, but there might be tons of little mini games and this and that. Yeah. You know, who knows? It might just be, uh, what's that? Uh, animal crossing. Oh yeah. Did you play that? No. Animal crossing camping times no no uh john uh, our friend who yeah. i play rainbow six with now uh he has been playing it and it's the kind of thing where like every time there's downtime waiting for like the next mission to load up yeah you just hear him like mumbling to himself going like oh this is a great hoodie i gotta buy that guy. you know <laughs> my puppy needs to wear this hoodie yeah he's like oh, hang on i need to go talk to this guy real quick about something yeah <laughs> don't start the match yet um oh yeah so we're does, like john pick your guy pick your guy well i'm, I'm looking through i'm looking through the yeah. stuff for my camping tent yeah exactly you need you need that you don't want to be stuck in the wilderness without stuff uh is there a release date for that uh early 2018 okay so, so coming soon yeah tamagotchis beeps and boops and raising digital I might give it pets. A try. yeah just to see yeah i'm sure it's free yeah I, there's really no reason not to at that yeah. point i guess 
Uh, lightning round. We've got games with gold for the month of December. Joe, what are they? Um, all right. So coming up, uh, hang on, let me find the list. It was, it was a good list before. Okay. So here we go. Uh, first coming out for the Xbox one, uh, we are going to be getting the, uh, the telltale games, 30th anniversary edition of back to the future. Okay. Um, I liked that one. I only ever played like the first two episodes, I think, but I liked it. That was like the first Telltale game, was it not? Like one of the first. Um, I don't no, I think they did like the Sam and Max games. First. Well, yeah, but like of the new. Oh yeah, it was definitely property, yeah. like it was pre Walking Dead, which is kind of like the real. Yeah, it was pre Walking Dead. It was pre Jurassic Park. They did the Jurassic Park one. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I like the Jurassic Park one a lot. I never actually. played it. But yeah, that's, uh, this was the start of their licensed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. content and things like that. I just remember the kid that they got to voice Marty McFly sounded exactly like young Michael, like J. Fox. Michael J. Fox yeah. did. I remember like seeing eerily vi- like Michael J. Fox. I remember seeing videos of it, and he kind of looked like him too. Like, and he was just he had the cadence, and it it was one of those weird things where they get a sound alike that didn't actually take you out of it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I believe that's Marty. That's fine. Yeah, like the. Cadence is a little weird sometimes, but like that's a pretty good impression. So yeah, that was good. Uh, that is actually the second game coming out that month. I skipped over the first one, so that one comes out December sixteenth. Uh, at the start of the month, uh, it is going to be Warhammer End Times Vermintide will be the free game for the Xbox One. No idea what that is. Uh, it's I ha- I already have a copy of it. I have like the physical copy of it. Yeah. Um, it's essentially Warhammer Left for Dead. Oh okay. Whereas uh, you play, you know, you pick through a, a, a selection of characters. And it's it 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 really is just a reskin, um, yeah. but instead of zombies, you are exterminators killing giant rat monsters. Okay, yeah, um, it's a really fun game. It was one of those ones where when I initially picked it up and was playing it um, with John and Skip, the same people I play uh, Rainbow all Six with right now, games. all my multiplayer games with. Uh, it was very kind of broken initially, and something that like we played for a little while, and then. Uh, we were like, oh, let's come back to this in a couple of months once everything is finally patched and it's not like yeah, as shitty a, as it is. Not a mess. And I've heard it's a hell of a lot better now. Nice. They just announced Vermintide 2 a couple weeks ago, I believe. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'll be excited to see a lot of people picking it up. Yeah. It's one of those uh, one of those game, like clearly knockoff games that uh, do a good job of introducing other stuff to it. Yeah. You know, like, take, like taking the general idea and yeah. then saying like, let's add upon that. Yeah. So like in this one, uh, unlike in Left 4 Dead, where it's just you pick up the the generic guns throughout going, like you can actually pick a weapon that you want and like stick with that and upgrade it and find better weapons yeah. through you know drops throughout the game. Yeah. That's I think cool. at the end of it, like yes, yeah, so at the end of a match, you get like random things will be like you've you unlocked a certain thing and a, a random thing will pop up and you're like okay cool i got a better wand for the wizard guy nice and now i can like upgrade it and put things into it and go into the match with yeah, the yeah, better yeah. stuff or like different suits of clothes yeah which is something that i always kind of wanted them to do with the left for dead games like if they ever did a left for dead three where I'm surprised like, that ip went away i know it's really weird that they never went back to that although it's valve so they pretty much gave up on making games all together at this yeah. point still but I don't know. I feel like they could have passed that Pass off. Pass it on to somebody else. Yeah. Come on. Don't let that IPA die. It's a it's a good IP. Yeah. I'm sure they could have found a small studio that they entrusted with that to be like, hey, you know, you guys aren't us, but we think you'd do really well at making a Left 4 Dead 3. Here you or, go. Or just give it back to the original ones because, I mean, they 
they didn't do very good with Evolve. No. So true. maybe giving them the IP back and just saying like, do what you do what you do best, buddies. Yeah, you, you do you guys. So yeah. So Vermintide is the first uh, uh, out on the first. Uh, Back to the Future out on the sixteenth for the Xbox three sixty backwards compatible games. Uh, the first one. Okay. So this one is this one is interesting. Okay. I don't know exactly why they did this, but the coming out on the first is the game. Um, Child of Eden, which was by the developer of Res, yeah, uh, which is a connect only game. Connect only game. Yeah, when they just killed the connect, sure did. That's a weird one. That's I a didn't very see odd that. choice. Wow, Child of Eden, mm-hmm. huh? I mean, I guess if you're, is it? There's you're not going to be selling them anymore, so you might as well just give them away. Maybe that's the logic. Yeah, probably. I yeah, I guess at that point we'll probably see a lot of connect games coming out as free games which kind of sucks for people with games with gold where it's I know like, it feels like I'm being now you're getting like robbed instead of, of four for yeah. the month I guess do you already own that game no do you still own your connect yes I still have my connect okay it's like not hooked up or anything but it's no. still there I remember hearing good things about that game when it came out though like I remember that was like this is the one game you should have for a connect because it's like the only good one I mean, Rez was a great game. Yeah. So I'm sure he at least knew what he was doing when they were making it. Ah, well, that'll be interesting. Uh, and then the next game coming out on the 16th is uh, Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. Oh, yeah. That one. That oh, game, yeah. That everyone, great video game hero, Marlo Briggs. Everyone knows Marlo Briggs. I Up mean, there with Nathan Drake. Yeah. To Laura Croft. Uh-huh. Kratos. Marcus Phoenix, I Mario, mean, Master Chief, mm-hmm. just right there in the pantheon. Yep. Of good the vi- old Marlo Briggs. Yeah. Clearly, the Mount Rushmore of video games features, I think, three different heads of Marlo Briggs. <laughs> That's uh, what is this game? <laughs> I, I have no fucking clue. All it says here in the uh, the article is Marlo Briggs and the Master of Death never quite took off with the critics. <laughs> Shocking. Let's see, Marlo. I'm looking it up. Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. Uh, looks like there's a, a Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death is an action adventure hack and slash video game developed by Microsoft Studios and Zootfly for the Xbox 360 and Microsoft wow, Windows. I did not think hack and slash action adventure game. I yeah. pictured like a kind of point and click thing. Like this poster, super dope though. That is pretty dope. Yeah, it looks like an old like it looks Blade like, Runner kind of poster. It reminds me of um, like Romancing the Stone, kind of, but like grittier. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Marlo Briggs is a smoke jumper, and he's vacationing in a Mayan. What is a smoke jumper? A smoke jumper uh, is a wildland firefighter who parachutes into remote areas to oh. combat wildfires. It's like that uh, that movie that came out with all them dudes in it, where they fight wildfires. Mm-hmm. Uh, only the bravest. Only the brave. The yeah. story of the Rocky Mountain firefighter men. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Looks like he goes into all these different places and craziness ensues. So yeah, Marlo Briggs, famed video game hero, Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death. It kind of seems like it's an Uncharted type, like ripoff in terms of story. Mixing in a hack and slashy element, so we'll see. You gonna play it? I'll give it a try. Yeah, it's. I mean, I know you download it's low everything. Low on my but... list of things that I actually care about. Well, yeah. I mean, it's no Child of Eden, but yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? 
It just seems like such a weird, like, he's a he's a smoke jumper investigating Mayan archaeological digs. He's on vacation. Why? Why? And he's on vacation. Why draw those two lines? He's on vacation and uh, craziness ensues. Probably yeah. so you understand that when he does these, like, death-defying jumps during the game that, like, it makes sense he knows how to land properly or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it's or got to play into it somehow. Steel because he jumps into burning forest yeah, fires all exactly. the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's not some, he's not some wuss. Like, he's willing to just... Stare danger in the face and jump at it. Yeah. And that's what he's doing right here. He's going out. He's not an accountant on vacation. Exactly. He's probably going after the mask of death or he's got the mask of death or he's trying to uh, stop the the mask mask of of death. Yeah. Something. Who knows? Mask of death is involved. Jumping is involved. Hacking and slashing. Uh, And it's going to hack and slash its way to your console coming in the 16th. You said Mm, that's the second wave game. Yep. All right, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I look forward to your report, Joe, in one month's time. Uh, lightning round. Rainbow Six Siege is getting a year three. Joe, are you excited about that as a new player of Rainbow Rainbow Six Siege? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, hopefully, I'm still interested by the time this comes around. Like yeah. When I does said, like the content start? Um. Uh, Okay, for Operation Chimera uh, will be the name of it. It will be coming out. Uh, they'll announce more of the stuff. Uh, oh, December twelfth. That's coming up a lot faster than I thought it was. There you go. That you. I would hope that you're still into it. That's only like two weeks away. Yeah, I'm just surprised that it's coming this soon. Is that paid DLC or is that something that it's free and they add it into the game? Uh, no, it's going to be paid DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, they they sell basically yearly season passes. Yeah, yeah, Where like they're like, okay, this year we're going to put out like three more levels and eight new characters yeah. and you know, a bunch of and new it's 40 other bucks. stuff. Yeah. And yeah, and it's 30 bucks. Okay. Um, I have the first two seasons. I initially bought the first one like when I bought the game because it was... I think it was last year's Black Friday sale. Yeah. And then this year they had it on sale for like uh, 20 bucks instead of 30. So I bought this year, or the season two this year when we started playing it last week. Yep. Um, so uh, they're traditionally, yeah, they're like 30 bucks for the season pass. Oh, I mean, which is, that's half a price of, price of the game. Yeah. Well, if they're giving you content for a full year, it's not a bad deal. That's true. Most season passes are 60 bucks and you only get content for a year. So most season passes are 60 bucks. A lot of them are. Well, like the big, like the Call of Duty one is. Were they 60 bucks? Yeah, I think so. They're like 50 or 50 bucks, something like that, because it's 15 bucks a, a DLC pack. That's true. So you buy them all together and it saves you $10 or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So like the Call of Duty ones are 50. I think Battlefront was 50. Yeah. And you only get a year's worth of content. So 30 yeah. bucks for a year is not too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I'll pick this one up. I have a feeling, like I said, you know, we're really into it right now. So I'm sure. Yeah. A couple weeks from now, you probably still will be. I'm Even sure if you're not, that's the excuse to be like, hey, guys, you want to keep playing? Like, there's new DLCs out. In fact, Skippy texted me earlier while we were out getting lunch. Uh, he texted me to say that he bought the uh, complete edition because he originally, he only had the base game. He didn't have season one or oh, season two. so you guys two. couldn't do all that content together? No. Well, the thing is that the content is in the game. Um, the maps are actually free. 
Oh. Those aren't part of the season pass. I think it's really only the characters are part of the season pass. Oh, okay. But you get the maps for free, so you can still, even if you don't have that stuff, you can still play with other people. Oh, that's good. And they can just run around with the new characters. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I can't use those characters. I want that. Oh, so you're being paired up with someone who has DLC that you didn't pay for, enticing that's, you to buy DLC? That's true. Actually. Uh, yeah, it's working uh, yeah. exactly like that. Let's see what they did there. Um, if only somebody patented such things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna probably pick this up. There you go. You know, uh, but yeah, skip. You texted me is like, I had I already had a copy of the game, but the like the complete edition season one and season two like version Six. was on sale for like fifty bucks. So yeah. you just said, might as well fuck it. I'm just get that instead. Yeah, and yeah, because like, he's saving ten dollars. Yeah, he's saving ten dollars over buying the uh, the two individual Maybe it was season cheaper. passes. I don't remember exactly how much it was on sale. I know that. So. Yeah, still got a good deal on it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, is there any other content in there that you're looking forward to? Um, yeah, it's really just the characters are the only okay. ones I'm interested in. Uh, I think it's eight operators a year get added to the game. Uh, four defenders, four attackers. Nice. Um, so uh, the last two of the current set come out. I, I'm assuming they have to come out soon before this one comes out. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just, and if this one's only like three weeks away. Yeah, sometime in the next three weeks, you're getting the last two people. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, lightning round. So unsurprisingly, given the all of the hoopla that we talked about last week regarding Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, it didn't sell well, did it, Joe? No, it did not. Uh, it sold 60% less than Battlefront 1. This is in the UK. Oh, this is just in the UK? Yeah. Um, it's. We it's, don't live there. We don't care about who buys what. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, it's probably indicative of the larger I'm worldwide sure. thing. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars fan is universal, so I'm sure it's the same across. If anything, I feel like the UK are really big Star Wars fans. Maybe. Um. But uh, yeah, for some reason, like UK sales figures always come out like a lot sooner than ours. Well, it's a smaller amount of space. That's true. Yeah. Less counting. Mm. Less tally marks on the sheet. But yeah, six percent fewer physical sales. So yeah. maybe digital was a lot bigger no. purchasing, but <laughs> not enough to make up that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, I think it's it's exactly what we thought, and that the the bullshit surrounding the game turned people off from buying the game. Yeah, which I get, I do. Which I mean, what do you think they can do to fix this? Uh, nothing. I was. Is re- there is there anything that they can do to fix this? The only thing now is that if you say the only way that you get people to go buy that game now is if you say we're taking all of the real in-game items out of the loot boxes and they're all cosmetic mm-hmm. um, or you say definitively we're not turning microtransactions back on, which I honestly don't think they can do. I was reading a thing earlier today that's like there's so much money sunk into this. That- well, the thing is, is that like. I was reading a thing earlier today and they were talking about like, does EA have like, does EA through their sheer greed fuck themselves into now having a $60 game that they can't remonetize again? Because like you'd almost be, it'd be crippling for you to turn microtransactions back on because people would just throw a shit storm again and no one would buy it. Yeah. Was I think, that on Forbes, that article? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw so. that one also. Yeah. Um, I honestly think it's one of those things where if, if you come out and say we're getting rid of all of the real in-game items, like all the star cards, all of that stuff, it's out of the loot boxes. We're getting it out of there. Um, then people might go pick it up because then loot boxes are cosmetic and you can spend to your heart's desire to get emotes and whatever. Like that's fine. People would probably pick the game up at that point. Um, or if you just said 
you know, we're giving out more credits for wins and we're tweaking the credit system. So you get more, so you can buy more loot boxes, loot boxes cost less now. Um, but we're keeping microtransactions off forever. Then people would go buy that game. Other than that, short of that, like there's nothing. If you said we're upping the credits that you earn for X, Y, and Z, and now microtransactions are being turned on, I don't think that would be enough to get people because it's like, well, the problem is still the same. Like, yeah, it gives me a better chance to catch up, but I'm still going to get fucked by the person willing to spend the money. So I'm still not buying it. Like you almost have to completely abandon everything that you thought you could do with this game in order for any more people to buy it. And they won't. And uh, they won't because they want to like, no one's going to buy it because that didn't already do it because they're afraid that next week they're going to turn on. I know that's that's really kind of the thing that I'm thinking right now is there's gotta be a ton of people that are just sitting back and saying like, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Cause I don't want to bite this bullet right now and get screwed in some way. Correct. Cause like, what if, you know, a month from now they basically just kind of go like, fuck it. We're making the game free to play. And like, we're turning microtransactions back on, but everybody gets it for like free to play and we'll just make all the money through that. But then what happens to the people that already bought it? Yeah. They, are they going to get like a bunch of extra credit? They're like, okay, if you already have it, we're just going to give you a fuck ton of credits to make up for it. That's probably what they would do. They would probably say, Hey, we'll give you what is equates to $60 worth of loot crate stuff mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Crystals or whatever. Yeah. I honestly, if they did that, I'd have no problem with it. Like, I think that would I be guess, the smartest thing to do. I'd still feel kind of dick that I paid 50 bucks for it. Like, because I wouldn't have otherwise bought those microtransactions. So like, I would feel like kind of dicked, but at the same time, like I was going to buy the game if microtransactions were turned on anyway. Like I'm just, I'm a sucker for star Wars. I said it mm-hmm. before, like I was going to buy this game anyway, even if it was worse than it is. Like I probably would have still got it. Like they, it would have been hard pressed for me to not get it considering how like fully into star Wars I am uh, right now, but it's not like, you know, I don't know what you can do. And uh, this actually brings up a good point because we forgot to cover it last week. Last week, we had a weekend poll up on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods about whether or not people were going to buy uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, and here's the breakdown of how that went. You had four choices. Um, was always going to buy it. Still still buying it. Uh, originally was going to buy it. Not going to buy it now. Um, still thinking about it. And definitely not going to buy it slash what Star Wars. So um, 33% of the people said always was going to buy it. Still, I'm going to buy it. That was me. I was in that camp uh, because I always was going to buy it and did. Uh, 50% of the votes was uh, originally was going to buy it. Won't now. So 50% of the people that voted in this poll are of the ilk that weren't going to are not going to pick it up because of all the bullshit with microtransactions. So you're not going to get those people back until you get rid of microtransactions or give a definitive fix as opposed to the wait and see approach that we're in now. Like now is a holding pattern. They need to do a definitive thing before you're going to get any of those people back. Uh, Nobody said they were still thinking about it. So everyone had made a decision one way or the other. Uh, And 17% said I was never going to buy star Wars slash what's star Wars. So Mm. um, I think everyone has to at least know what star Wars. I know, but I, that like, I didn't want to leave out. Like, I just thought it was a funny inclusion into it. You know, just a little, a little playful thing in the poll. I'd be interested to see exactly how much money went into the development of this game. I bet it's a lot. Yeah. Exactly. How many copies did they have to sell to recruit the, the amount of money put into it? Yeah. Um, Because I remember seeing like something, I think it was one of the developers. I don't remember if it was one of the developers from star Wars or like a other developer talking about it kind of thing. But he was saying about how uh, the, the cost of developing games is going up, but the, the price of games games is not. 
and that's why so many developers are turning towards the microtransaction stuff because they're like, look, that's we gotta awesome. we gotta make the money yes back somehow. Lightning round pause because that's actually where I was going with it, Joe. Good mm. job. Because I was gonna ask you, would you pay more money for a game than sixty dollars if the content was worth it? So assume that there's no microtransactions in this game and everything is progression based, all the star cards, all the, like weapon attachments and things like that are all um like progressive base you don't have to unlock like sights and things like that those are all from playing and killing with the guns that you're using um but say all those other stuff all the star cards all the unlockables are available for you based on progression there's no loot crate system you know you get everything in the game and it's got all these levels and you're gonna get the free dlc would you pay 80 dollars for that would you pay 100 dollars for that so i'm getting everything off the bat at this point well you might still get levels later but it's free so like say the the game that you got now takes all of the in-game stuff and puts it in a progression system rather than a random system and you know you're still going to get DLC later on but it's free. Hmm. You're getting extra story missions later, you're getting extra levels later. Would you pay $80? Would you pay $100? Um yes because I already do that. Uh I buy like the gold editions for a lot of games that I pick yeah. up. So I bought the hundred dollar gold edition of Assassin's Creed, just going like, look, I'm I know I'm gonna get all the DLC as it comes out anyway, so I might as well just buy that. I yeah. did with uh Lord of the Rings Shadow of the War also. I bought yeah. the I think that one was a hundred and ten dollars. Um so yeah, I mean it's something that I already personally do. Um it's it's nice to know that I you have the options. Like I make more than enough money to do that. Yeah. If I didn't, you know, if I was... Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, if I was going like paycheck to paycheck or I just didn't make nearly as much as I do right now, yeah, I might have a different tone about it. So I, I, I can't really speak... In, obviously, I can't speak for everybody. No. But yeah, I would have no problem doing that. See, and that's... Because I already do that. Yeah, and that's a discussion I saw when I think, what was it? Firewatch? It's like some indie... I think it was Firewatch where it was like, it was $40. And people were like... This is an indie game. This is this is ridiculous. I'm not paying forty dollars for this game. It's not a big budget AAA game. I'm not paying that. That's outrageous. And they're like, okay, but like, what what what's it worth to you? Like, this game costs a lot to make. Like, we have to set it at a price that we think is fair. Why not forty? Why not fifty? Like, games shouldn't necessarily be. It's a big budget AAA at sixty dollars. I do think that the game should be based on what you're getting. Like, if you get a lot of content with the game straight out of the gate, why can't it be seventy dollars? Why can't you know, if it's something where it's like, like the first Battlefront should have been $40, $35, $50, like something less than 60 yes. because then you're buying the season pass. Yeah. So then you're getting, if you get a $30 game and a $50 season pass, guess what? 80 bucks. Like, there you go. Why not? And I think that that. And I've always uh, actually thought um, the, the like the piecemeal style of doing it, uh, doing, uh, you know, certain games. Was was actually a pretty good idea. Like what I liked, uh, I liked um, uh, Killer Instinct, the Xbox. Or you buy one, the characters where they want. like they're like you get like two characters off the bat, yeah. and then you for free you get two characters for free, and yeah. then it's five dollars for all the other characters. Because really, at that point, you know, I I looked at that, I was like, yeah, that's not a that's not a bad way of doing it because a lot of people pick like three characters that they use, correct, for and, fighting games. Yeah, yeah. It, like you buy Street Fighter Five for. 60 bucks and yeah. you only ever use Ryu, Ken, and um, wow, I can't remember other Street Fighter characters. Perfect example. A buddy of mine, he plays, he's playing a lot of uh, Super Street Fighter 2 on the Switch. 
So like every time I go over a friend's house, this friend is there and he's playing Street Fighter and he always routinely plays as uh, Vega, Zangief, and Rai. Zangief, that's the guy. Um, I was thinking of. So it's like, okay, he's playing as like a standard character, a big character, and a fast character, I assume, based on their body size. I don't know Street Fighter, but uh, yes, we'll say I'm right here. Who knows? Um so there you go. That's pretty much all he ever plays as. Yeah. And if he could have spent just $15 for those three characters. He, he would have done it in a heartbeat. And just play those. Yeah. As opposed to paying 60 bucks and getting a whole bunch of characters he doesn't want. Yeah. That's why I said they should have just gone with the free-to-play thing and been like, okay, we're going to put it out free-to-play. Uh, it's going to come with three classes. Yeah. And there's going to be like five other classes that you can purchase for 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. And the single player's twenty dollar add on or mm-hmm. something like that, like or sell it for twenty bucks just with the single player and be like, and then the multiplayer stuff is all yeah. buy what you want, yeah. as opposed to having to buy the full thing out like outright. Yeah, and yeah, and then if you piece and, it all together, it probably ends up to being like eighty bucks or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and that's fine because that's what you would have paid for a deluxe edition, so yeah. it's not that bad. Which is, uh, you know, it's kind of the way it, Rainbow Six actually kind of does that. Yeah, where uh, well, actually, no, you got to buy the. Well, I don't know if you actually had to buy the full season pass. Probably do. Yeah, maybe it does. But, but yeah. Or, yeah, you can like kind of pick and choose exactly what you want. Because there are a lot of characters. I use, like even in Rainbow Six, even though I bought the season passes to unlock all the characters, yeah. I really only use like yeah. two characters at a time. Yeah, like in Battlefront. It's I've... nice to have the choice of using the other characters. I don't mind it at that point. Yeah. You know, like I've bought a good chunk of all the characters from Killer Instinct. I barely played that game, but I was like... You want you know, to try them no, out? They're, they're, you know, yeah. three bucks. Like, you know, yeah. I don't, I'll don't. i pay three bucks to play as the Raptor guy. Yeah, it's not too bad. Like in Battlefront, I don't play as the sniper class. I don't plan to ever do that because I'm not good at sniper. Like, I'm not good at playing as a sniper in, like, multiplayer shooters. I'm just not. So, like, that's already wasted things mm-hmm. that I would never otherwise use. That, like, yeah, if I could just buy, you know, classes for X amount of dollars here and there, yeah, I probably would do that. And you might end up spending more than you would have otherwise, and that's how they get you. But, like... I don't know. It could work. It's definitely something that do do something where like you get two hours of play time with every single class. Yeah, as a way to test them out. Like you get to play five rounds with them. Yeah, to, and then and then it says, okay, now that you've played like all these characters, is this which one do you want to unlock? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically a super extended demo, mm-hmm. and then you have to pay to unlock the pieces that you want to unlock. Yeah. It's an interesting argument that I think the gaming industry is going to have to change in some form or fashion because you're getting... I completely understand the, like, we're putting... The games are getting more advanced. We need to hire more developers. Yeah. We need more time, more, you know, quality assurance. Yeah. All of this stuff, you know, it's a lot different from the days of making a Mario game on the Nintendo where you just need five developers. Yeah. And those games cost $60 too. I remember uh, Nintendo 64 games costing like 80 bucks. That's true. I think, I, yeah. I think uh, some WWE ones, like I yeah. remember going and they were like 65, 70 bucks. I think I bought, uh, even on the Super Nintendo, I think I bought Super Mario RPG for 60 bucks or yeah. 80 bucks. I mean, look at like PS2 games were $50. And these games that we're getting now are way bigger yeah. and way more expensive and cost way more development time than any of those PS2 games. Like, so I, it sucks that. Like EA did microtransactions for this game. It sucks like what they put behind that paywall, so to speak. Um, I get why they're doing it. They're making it. It's a it's a huge in scope game and there's a lot to do in it. Uh, and it looks amazing and all these different things that like, yeah, the greed got the best of them and it ruined what would have been a much better game. But I understand why they did I just it. Think, 
I think if it was planned out better. Yeah, absolutely. The ultimately the execution was the huge fuck up in this. Correct. I like I still think if we had got the if we had got this game without the fucked up progression system and they made you buy the season pass, I don't think there would have been the outrage that there was last time because it already has more levels than the other one did and it's got a single player. Like if they had just stuck to the same plan as last time but added a single player and made like tweaks and upgrades and added like a lot of the Starfighter stuff. I think taking away the control yeah. a lot was also a big thing when people yeah. were like this I have no control over stuff. Yeah. No, that's the fucked up part. Yeah. Um, I think that was like the biggest complaint a lot of people had. Yeah. Not necessarily the microtransactions. It's more of the way that it was The randomness like, of it. Yeah. Which a lot of, and kind of a side note, uh, I think Belgium declared that it's gambling and a senator from Hawaii wants no, it to be looked uh, into. The, the the Belgium thing I think was misreported, um, but oh, Australia. Okay. I knew somebody. Yeah, well, originally it was like they people were saying like Belgium declared that it's gambling and like therefore banned, but that turned out to be fake news. Um, and then it did, however, I think it was Victoria uh, mm. in Australia. They yeah. also declared it like gambling, but they haven't like banned it or anything like that. No, or they want it. They want it. They've like decided that it's it is gambling, but they haven't done anything about that. Yeah, I think a senator. And from, then you're right, Hawaii also. Yeah, a senator from Hawaii wants it looked into. Mm-hmm. Um, to determine because I, th- I don't, ultimately I don't think they'll ban it. They'll just want proper labeling. They're like mm-hmm. they'll want the ESRB thing on the back to say gambling. Yeah, they'll want a big thing on the front like, of it that front says, of it like, says like this game requires microtransactions. No, well, it doesn't require it. This game this game this heavily game features of- yeah microtransactions which can be constituted as gambling or something like there's gonna be they're gonna want some kind of sticker on the front of the box or something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean that's ultimately what doomed this. Uh, from the main story we were talking about to where it sold way less. If they can fix it, they they can. Whether or not they get any of that goodwill back in terms of sales will be will remain to be seen. But, I mean, they can do something. I'd be interested to see when that news comes down, what they decide to do. Hmm. But we'll see. Uh, lightning round. Joe, do you like when beloved characters square off in a battle of fisticuffs? I absolutely do. Well, there you go. Then this news is for you. Take it away, you. <laughs> <laughs> Report that news to yourself. That's right. Tell yourself uh, what's what. Do you do you know who Hideki Kamiya is? You said that name and it rang no bells. But uh, the thing after the name rang all the bells. Yeah, he's he's a legendary game designer. Um, he's hilarious on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's known for being uh, very, I would say, ornery uh, on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh, is he telling kids to get off his digital lawn? He he's he's known for blocking at a hair trigger, Ooh, but like in a like, in like but like a, in a funny way, but in a funny way, like Kevin Owens. Yeah, like okay. you know he'll he'll shit talk you and then like blocked. Right. Now know? I'm done with you. Yeah, you're blocked. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, he's a legendary game developer. Uh, he uh, directed Resident Evil Two, okay. uh, Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, and those two games are something that he would be interested in doing a crossover. Uh, this is nothing confirmed. Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. You said yes. three games and said those two. <laughs> the last two, Devil yeah, May Cry. Okay, gotcha. He's known for making yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of games. Uh, started off at Capcom, went to Clover Studios, uh, and then moved on to, I don't know if he started Platinum Games or he just works at Platinum Games now, yeah. but he's the, the lead developer at Platinum Games. Um, mostly known for uh, creating Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. To obviously very similar games, and uh, he says that he is looking to uh, do a crossover between the two characters, which obviously they would fit together. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty much identically the same game, yeah. and they have the same kind of ridiculously overtop playstyle, so it would work really well. 
Uh, obviously, this is nothing set in stone because Capcom owns Devil May Cry, Cry and Platinum owns Bayonetta, but uh, Capcom is always up for crossovers. Yeah, it's true. They'll they'll shell out whatever because mm-hmm. they're not they're interested in making pachinko machines like they're not worried about games now so I think they'll license that character out. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think if they were to make a game like this, would it be Bayonetta and Dante working together, or would they be opposing forces? I think it would basically be every single comic book crossover thing. Yeah, well, like, first they fight, then they're friends. Yeah. Okay. They're like, hey, what are you doing messing up something in my world? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to turn this misunderstanding into an all-out brawl. Yeah. And Until then all we, of a sudden we'll be like, oh no, we were actually working together this whole time. Both of our mom's names are Martha. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's put our differences aside and fight this bad guy uh, that's been kind of there in the periphery for the entirety of this game so far. All right, quick aside on that. Uh, I really felt like a huge idiot watching that movie when he said that. And I went, what? And then I went, oh shit, they are both named Martha. Never I dawned never, on me. Never thought of that. Never drew that correlation whatsoever. Nope. I mean, I don't read a From lot like of like so many years of reading Batman and Superman comics. I never stopped the yeah. moment. I mean, why would you at the time? Why, why, why would, would you be sitting there going yeah. like, oh, both Clark and Bruce's parents, uh, moms are both named Martha. If they ever get winky ding, if they ever get in a fight, that's going to be a bonding moment for them. That'll probably stop it. Uh, yeah, no, I never, it never dawned on me either. But I just think every, every time I think about it, it just reminds me of that part in Step Brothers where they're like, do you like this? I like this. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> like that's all I can think about is Batman and Superman bonding over the fact that their mom has the same first name. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be a cool game. I'd probably play the crap out of that game. Bayonetta versus Devil May Cry. Yeah. Uh, his tweet was, uh, a cooperation with Dante and Bayonetta might be fun. Dear Capcom, if it's okay with someone like me, I will help anytime. <laughs> if this I'm thing, sure it's okay with him. <laughs> if this thing that I like is okay with me, then we're, we're cool. And then, uh, he That's kind of like up. how I told you to read the news you were excited about. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, uh, best regards, everyone bow down your heads together with me. <laughs> Dude, sounds like a legend. <laughs> Uh, he's great. He uh, makes great games. Off the cuff, any two video game crossovers that you would like to see? I mean, we've already got Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, so and we already that's got number Mario one. and the Rabbids. Yeah, that's number two. Any non-Mario plus X crossovers that you would like to see? Oh, man, that is a very tough call. Um, All right, I'll put it out to you there, Internet. I mean, like ultimately, I would say it would be interesting if they could pull together some sort of... Um, Laura Croft, uh, Nathan, Nathan Drake, Drake crossover, and just kind of really, really, cool. really in like just hammering home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to see Laura Croft and Nathan Drake uh, on the on the hunt for the same like treasure where you're playing as like one of them for one level and the other one for the the other level, like the second level thing where like somebody's already been here and like went through here and they meet up at the end of the second level and you realize that you're, they're both on the same trail, but they each have their own portion of like the map or the plan. And ultimately what they're trying to do is they're trying to rescue Indiana Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's been kidnapped by, you know, future zombies or future Nazis. Uh, or uh, present day Nazis because I mean they're here um, and they have to go save Indiana Jones. That's what I want to say. That'd be the the greatest video game crossover of all time. Or they get frozen <laughs> and they have to team up with uh, like Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, take take Mario plus Master Chief. Somehow he crosses over into our another dimension or whatever. But yeah, or, or do some sort of weird crossover with like Dead Space where they find the uh, 
the the artifact from Dead Space that makes all the monsters, and now they have to also fight the weird Dead Space monsters. There you go. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of good possibilities for video game crossovers. You let us know what two video games you would like to see crossover on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so you can let us know. But I think that's going to do it for the show, Joe, unless there's anything else that you wanted to get out there. Nope. Um, so remember, you can listen to this show every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, there you can also listen to, like I said, our Broken Clock's main event for Survivor Series 2017, uh, where we go through our predictions and thoughts on the matches, as well as a recap after the fact. Uh, and you can see who won and who's our champions and things like that. So that's worthwhile as well. So that's up there on all those places. As I mentioned, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you know what you thought of the news of the Plants vs Zombies guy, or what games you picked up on Black Friday and that you're excited about playing, uh, as well as what video games you would like to see uh, crossed over with each other. Um, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast, my name is Adam, and I'm Joe, and we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. So thanks so much for listening. Bye.